For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. All right, on today's show, we're diving into Facebook changes, including the new pages experience. If you or your clients are struggling with that, we've got some tips. Also, really amazing tools they are adding to Facebook groups and a new feature from Facebook that those of us who have seen it have just can't believe it was even thought up. In fact, one of the articles I saw about it just said, ignore this at all costs, but it's definitely worth mentioning, and we'll tell you what that was as well. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Today, I'm excited to welcome Tara Zerker. She's a Facebook ads expert and founder of the Successful Ads Club, a membership site designed to help marketers improve their Facebook and Instagram ads results. Welcome to the show, Tara. Hello. It's so nice to be here, Jerry. How are you doing? Good. So the new pages experience, I've seen people excited and I've seen more people angry about it, but <laughs> it has come after almost two years, everybody is switching to the new pages experience. So what are the key pieces that marketers need to know about this? Whenever you introduce a new feature on Facebook, you're going to get the love and the hate, right? Right. Eventually we all kind of figure it out and adapt. The new pages. Okay. So here's kind of the big things to know. Number one, and I think there's some cool benefits here. You can share your page posts in up to three groups. So that's a really great way to cross promote. I know we're going to talk about groups later, but groups are so huge. They're one of Facebook's biggest priorities, biggest areas of focus on Facebook itself, right? And so the ability to do that, I think is very cool. You can also cross share your posts to Instagram. I know so many business owners are used to posting first on Instagram and then posting that to their Facebook page. Well, this allows you to go the other way. And another really cool thing is you can add the get message button. So basically the ability to start a DM conversation to your posts. So the interaction that you're getting right there in your posts, instead of saying something like DM us for more information, DM us to set up your appointment, whatever that is, right? Whatever that call to action is, you can actually just insert that button right there natively, organically, right on the post. Once upon a time, you had to spend money to do that. And so now that's included. Exactly. Totally good way of thinking of that. It's like taking an ads feature, which, you know, the button, which is what makes an ad an ad, basically, is that call to action, <laughs> and it pulls it into the organic. So I think that was a very clever, smart thing that Facebook introduced. Business pages have their own feeds. So this kind of feels like 10 years ago. I mean, I started my career doing organic social media, eventually became much more focused on advertising. That's what 90% of my focus is now. But back in the day, 
business pages had their own feeds. They interacted with other business pages. It was like a whole little ecosystem. And we lost a lot of that. I remember. And I think Facebook is going back to that. So that's kind of cool. So you can now have your own feed. You can interact with other communities, pages, all of that from your business page and start to attract those followers over to your page. So my hope here is that Facebook is you know, seeing that pages are going to be a more meaningful experience for business owners moving forward. And of course, we always hope that they give us more organic reach so we can be able to target or reach our customers and clients through organic means versus just advertising. And it feels like Facebook's kind of throwing us a few bones here. So I'm excited about these features. Yeah, change is always tough, especially if a feature goes away that obviously people weren't using if they took it away. But if you were using it and it was working, you know, like offers is one of the things that they, you know, took away, then it's really, really frustrating. But we kind of have been looking at this at Social Media Examiner and a few tips to just help you or your clients manage your new pages experience as you dive into that. First of all, always check your cover photo on mobile and desktop because some stuff has moved around with that, depending on the type of page you were transferring from. One of the things that I've seen people really struggle with is Now that you can switch between your page and your profile using the menu, it gets confusing. And I've seen people accidentally post as their profile when they meant to post as their page. And so what I've recommended that works really well is use Business Suite to manage the page and then just use Facebook.com to manage your profile. If you're on mobile, it's a little trickier, but that at least you're not switching back and forth and forgetting, which happens a lot. Another thing to know is page roles is now page access, but they've introduced some new ways to kind of let people do things. I think it's much more human friendly (laughs) than instead of, you know, when we used to say, okay, what can a moderator do again? So that's kind of nice to see. And then another thing to just really be aware of is that the intro section is now a hundred characters instead of 255. And I don't know if they're grandfathering in the longer ones until you change it, but be aware of that. And then we've always had that single pinned post at the top of the feed. And now it's more of the featured posts where you can have multiple posts up there which has its ups and downs, but it's similar to what has been in Facebook groups if you've seen any of that stuff. So are you finding any of the features most helpful or any of your clients most helpful so far, Tara? Some of them may have had it for a while. What a good question. Well, I think definitely the ability to share posts into a group is probably the thing that I hear a lot of excitement about. Mm -hmm. And just like, this is great because it just makes it so much easier to cross post. And so that's a wonderful feature. Otherwise. I think for me, I'm really excited about get message or like the ability to start that DM conversation. I just think that was so smart of them. So those would be the two that I think are standouts. And it's amazing that, you know, people could always message your page, but sometimes seeing the button is the trigger that they need to go, oh, I could send them a message, which is yes. (laughs) And we always love when we see our follower account go up, but sometimes it goes (laughs) down. And for some pages, it's gone down substantially recently, but it sounds like there's a good reason for that. What happened with this exactly? It seems like just another bot clean out. Something that I thought was interesting when reading about these news items was Facebook earlier in 2022 had basically removed 1.6 billion (laughs) accounts that were, you know, intended to be or were like basically fake accounts. Now, some of those would have ill intentions of violating policies or perhaps hacking, right? I know there's so many people that have been unfortunately really affected by hackers, especially in the recent few months. So that was probably the reduction in page likes was probably just a huge bot clean out. But something else that was interesting in the articles, and this is something I'm always encouraging business owners, social media marketers, 
just we want to be mindful of how we're setting up our profiles, right? So they kind of called out, listen, a lot of people are setting up profiles to use as business profiles or even pet profiles or (laughs) second or third accounts or just, you know, things that don't necessarily comply with the policies. They're setting up these new personal profiles and, you know, a business should not be setting up a personal profile. I know this has been a battle actually for all time for Facebook because everybody's always tried to do this and sometimes just not understanding how it works. But it's just another good reminder that we always have our personal profile. And from there, we set up all of our additional pages, our business pages. You know, I guess you could have like a pet page that's technically a business page or something like that. So there's lots of ways to do this, but they want personal profiles to be personal profiles. Well, and I'm really not sure if Facebook's decided what they want because they've now got these (laughs) professional profiles, which are, you know, sort of a hybrid. And I haven't seen anything about it since we reported it a month or two back, but they've also are testing something where you could have up to five personal profiles, I think, to give people some more privacy controls and for things like that. So if your follower account has gone down, though, they were not the people that you wanted if they were, you know, bots anyway. So that's good. Hey, if you've ever thought about going to social media marketing world, you've had this on your wish list. Imagine what you could accomplish by attending. For example, Emily Ray said, my business has since doubled in size and I'm a much more confident entrepreneur and storyteller. So if you'd like to see that for your business in 2023, grab your all access or on-demand ticket now at socialmediamarketing.world today. Again, it's socialmediamarketing.world. So Facebook groups continue to be a big focus, as you mentioned, Tara, or Facebook communities, as they often refer to them now. And there's a bunch of neat features that I think are going to be great for marketers. But one that came out and we all just went, wait, what was the meeting that this came out of? So what was this feature that they introduced for Facebook groups? Well, and I saw in my own Facebook group, Facebook has introduced the ability, if you want to turn it on as an admin of your group, you can allow anybody to choose to become a moderator in your group. Of course, the commentary everywhere on the internet is just befuddled by this (laughs) idea (laughs) in general. I'm not sure that there's very many groups that this would apply for in a positive way where you would allow essentially any group member to become a moderator. It just seems like chaos to me. Yeah, because basically they self-elect, right? They go, oh, I want to be a moderator. And then anytime they don't like what somebody says or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, they can go in and do that. You can still make certain people moderators. You've got longtime members that are helpful. But the article in social media today was basically like, hey, just ignore this, okay? When you see it, (laughs) ignore it. And I'm somebody who, when they pop up a new feature, I want to try all of them. And this was, I was, I went, this, is this a typo? Is this April Fool's Day? <laughs> this makes no sense whatsoever. However, there are a bunch of really fantastic new features that are coming to groups that I think will be beneficial for marketers. So can you tell us about some of those? Yeah. Well, something that's really interesting is there are a hundred million group joins per day. Most people are, are members of 15 active groups, which is pretty crazy. And the new features. So first of all, Facebook, again, this is like a really, really important part of Facebook. They recognize that this is a huge growth area in Facebook. It just continues to expand and grow. And also as Facebook users, we find these groups to be very meaningful. I'm probably a member of at least, you know, double or triple those, uh, you know, that 15 (laughs) active. I know I'm in a lot more than that. Everything from parenting to skincare and beauty to business related. I mean, I love the Facebook groups, local Facebook groups, so many. And so some really cool features that they're rolling out is the ability to do reels in your group. 
And if you allow members to post content, they can do reels in your group. So that's kind of cool. It would allow you to create some very group specific content in this highly desired way of presenting content that we all love, which is like real style content. So that's fabulous. You can share group events. So public, if you have a public group event, you can share that now to your Instagram stories and your Facebook stories. So that's really cool. They are going to allow us to have a little bit more of a bio for our group profile, which is kind of cool. So we can share information that's relevant to the group. And this one I think is awesome. I especially am going to be using this and and will be very excited about this, but you can add an indicator to your group profile. So your personal profile in the group, you can add an indicator that says if you're open to messaging, like DM conversations or not, which I think is very helpful because, you know, once you're part of a group, sometimes those DM engagements get a little bit overwhelming. So if you just say, you know, I'm not open to that, hopefully that will help that traffic flow a little bit. Well, and so often people are like afraid to message because they don't want to get kicked out of the group and they've seen the rules. Yeah, I think it's nice that they are adding that little indicator. Absolutely. So with those features too, I think, you know, some of the really neat ones, the fact that you can share a Facebook group event to your Instagram story is massive just to kind of be able to use both of Meta's platforms together. And then the customizing Facebook group profiles has been around for a bit, but they keep evolving it here. But just to go a little deeper, if you're in a lot of different groups, especially for business as a professional, yeah, you can go in and you can change your cover photo and your intro to be, you know, custom for that group. So if you have a multiple specialties, as many people do, then, you know, if you're in a group for a certain audience, you can have it say that. I have a friend that used to be in real estate and he goes, oh, every real estate agent has five business cards. One says I'm a a waterfront specialist. One says I'm a luxury specialist. (laughs) One says I'm a first home specialist. And so when somebody comes up and they're like, yeah, I'm looking to buy my first home. And they're like, oh, I'm a first home buyer specialist here. Let me hand you my card. So now you can kind of customize that uh, for groups in an ethical way. In an ethical way. Wow, that's really brilliant. That's really cool. The other thing I thought that was neat is they're allowing us now to add certain phrases into the groups that will not get flagged by Facebook. Yes. So their example, and I am not a fisher man or a fisher person, <laughs> but their example was the word fatty in most cases is harassment or bullying, but in the fishing world, it's a real thing. And so if you had a group about fishing, you could say, hey, if somebody says fatty, don't flag it for harassment. It's not actual harassment. And so I don't know what those terms are or what groups they would be in. There certainly aren't any in my role that I can think of, but for I can see for certain niches. And when I think when I worked in an agency and how frustrated they would get with some of this stuff, it's definitely a cool opportunity. That's right. And I was seeing that for that, you have to be pre-approved from Facebook in order to have this feature. But if you're one of the groups that is allowed to do this, then essentially anything that Facebook would normally flag will come to, I'm assuming, kind of your pending post feed. And you as the group moderator would obviously have the context of your group and be able to say, it's okay that this says fatty fish, right? So that is a really cool new feature. I know a lot of groups have been really frustrated with content disappearing or just feeling like they've been over moderated or censored from Facebook and not having the context of what the group conversation is about and understanding that actually these are meaningful conversations that should be allowed. So it'll be great for a lot of groups. Yeah. 
And it is still rolling out, as you said, and you do still have to follow the general community guidelines. It's not like you can just have a group and be like, hey, there's no rules here, but (laughs) definitely is helpful. I know with you working as a paid ad specialist, you do a lot of this with clients and where you basically can attach brands to other accounts. And so we've got a new feature that we can do that with. It's now rolling out wide. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Okay. So everybody is probably familiar with branded content, right? This is the marriage between the influencer world and the advertising world or business world. And so right now, Facebook or Meta, I should say, has been rolling out to creators this ability to use branded content, the branded content tool. And then that will allow, so I'll kind of explain it from the two sides, right? So the branded content tool from the influencer side is what allows them to put in partnership with, right? So that's what allows them to post their organic content in partnership with brands, essentially. And then from the advertiser side or the business side, it allows the advertiser or the business to take that content and very easily incorporate it into advertising, as well as to be able to see certain metrics on how that performs. So they're not even having to rely necessarily on the influencer to get the information on how the content piece is performing. They can actually see it from their side. So it's like a really cool two-way partnership Facebook has created these great tools so that both sites can kind of see what's going on. Adds a little transparency there. Adds a little bit of transparency. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is really wonderful. And the big rollout there is that Meta has introduced this now to all creators. So everybody will be able to use these features or all creators will be able to use these features. And this is how Meta wants creators working. If you're doing branded content, they want you to be using that tool. So they want it to be very clear, very transparent to your audience. That is what that is. And so these tools are really beneficial for the community as a whole, as well as the influencers, as well as especially the advertisers and business owners. Yeah. Before we started the show today, you were talking about how effective this is and how effective yes. it is for some of your clients to work with influencers. And, you know, it, it's almost you're advertising without advertising. Now, is there a way, because I know on some platforms, is there a way so that the brand, for example, once it saw that influencers post doing well, could put money behind it to increase the reach? Is that something they've played with at all? Exactly. So once it's tagged as branded content, then the business can use, they can easily pull it over into their own ads manager and they can use that content and boost it, turn it into all sorts of different ad types. And so that makes it super, super easy for them. And then they can put as much budget behind it as they want. And I mean, we all see this. We've especially seen this in beauty and fashion now. It's just rolling out to basically every single industry, even the ones we never really anticipated working with influencers on. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. So this is like almost mandatory now for advertising. This is beyond just like a cool (laughs) strategy that some brands are using. This is like every single business needs to be thinking in this way. And that transparency, I think, takes away some of that fear for some brands doing it for the first time, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah. There is an intimidation factor for sure. And I would just encourage anyone who's been wanting to get in there, even if you're a local business. I mean, there's so many ways to think about this and use these partnerships in a really great way. The cool thing is now that this is becoming such a a huge monster of an industry in and of itself, there's so many tools, platforms, and even the influencers themselves that are making this so easy for businesses to get started. Like, Don't be intimidated. Just jump in. It's exciting. So one thing that we rarely see Meta do is remove an ad placement. (laughs) 
like we were talking on the show about Instagram a couple weeks ago. And one of the things they're going to start doing is if you go to somebody's Instagram profile and just scrolling through their posts, they're going to start dropping ads in there. So most of the time they're adding more ad placements, but there is one that they are taking away. So which one is this that's going to be going away? Instant articles is gone. So apparently instant articles was about 3% of people's news feeds, not getting a lot of traction. I think it had a moment for sure. So instant articles, if everybody remembers, it was the ability to essentially have the news appear in people's news feeds. And they're just saying that is kind of seen its day. And so they're going to go ahead and sunset that in April. And so is it still available as a placement until April? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I've seen it still on the auto placement list. So I'm assuming it's still there. And I would assume in April, it just kind of sunsets. Yeah. I mean, you're in ads all the time. So if you saw it, yeah. you know, that it's probably still there for now and it's there until Meta decides that it's not. But, exactly. Exactly. But this is one of those things that we were talking about where they're taking it away because it's not being used very often and it's mm-hmm. not part of their goals. But I just, I always think about those couple of brands that are like, oh, that was our bread and butter for whatever reason, you know, that because their content looked like an article and so it fit well in an article or whatever it might've been. So just a quick reminder, secure your spot now for Social Media Marketing World coming up very, very soon. You can do that when you go to socialmediamarketing.world. Tara, where can we discover more about you? Thank you so much. Yes, if you're interested in learning more about how we do advertising, you can always go to successfuladsclub.com. We'd love to see you there or connect with me on Instagram at Tara Zerker. Awesome. And if you're looking for some additional podcasts for your podcast lineup, a couple for you to check out. One is the Social Media Marketing Podcast that has actionable steps every week, hosted by Michael Stelzner, as well as the Crypto Business Podcast, available wherever you listen to your podcast. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everybody. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.